It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. This show is Mike Babchik and his friends wrapping up the week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Through the mind of one sick, vile, deranged human being, and that's being kind. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchik's Morning After. Morning after. And now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchik. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Patrick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold and the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz has been non-existent, the show critically crapped on, the show that is still here for now, so you let me, the lovable loser from Morning Men, you know it? No. No. Guide you through the week that was on uh, Channel 82 as you've been guzzling down the programming all week long. And you're a little hungover on this early morning, but I got the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say with me, my friends. It's more clips, more clips, more clips, more clips. Clip up a loser. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Bapchicks. Morning after anywhere, and I mean anywhere, you get your podcast. And that's right, anywhere. I found a place you can't download it finally. Where? New Canaan, Connecticut, because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> The service sucks. The internet sucks. And 1% of the wealthiest people in the world, you don't have internet. Because they have so many trees. It's amazing how the more money you make, the less service you have, and you can't find something like Bapchick's Morning After anywhere. It's garbage. Anywhere. It's garbage. Anywhere. But you know what? I bet your dog can find it because it's Bapchick's Morning After, and this is his favorite show as we're recording. I mean, as we're live in the studios of Sirius XM. Saturday morning, they put us in a studio with a glass wall. Just people walking by. Very distracting. They're like zoo animals. I don't like it. I like when they actually look at me. I, I feel like we're more important. Yeah, you think you're something, right? When they turn and they go, hey, what's going on in there? Little huh? Jimmy Norton just looked at you like, wow, maybe he's something. Yeah, but they see they don't stare. They do the glance <laughs> and, and then, then they, they went, keep oh, walking. It's nobody. Oh, when it's, it's, it's only Mike. When it's somebody, you have the glance and then you have like the double take or the stare. We get the glance. And then we get, oh my God, let me get the hell. I just made eye contact with Babchick. Oh my God. I'm going to turn into stone. What a waste of a head turn. What pisses me off about the studio is there's no sodas. No sodas, executives only. Only the executives are getting sodas now. There's a big sign in the fridge that says executives only. Is that true? Yes. It's very true. We still get seltzer that's flavored, but no more soda. Wow. This might be my fault because, you know, I like to take sodas, or at least I used to, uh, before COVID. And I would take sodas and I would stick in my pocket. And Steve oh, Cohen, Larry Longball started a stop and frisk program where he'd catch me in the elevator. In between laughing about it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he'd on. catch me in the elevator, this make is... me put three sodas back. Oh, One time on. I was I was bending over to pick something up in the elevator with him and a soda came out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> is ridiculous. But now no, executives only, Eddie. This is the only time in my life where I'm like, you know what? Now I kind of want to be an executive. They no. get sodas. No, I wanted I wanted executive for those big fat bonuses they get every year. That's what I want to be an executive for. Well, maybe outside of that, I don't need it. Well, maybe all they get is the diet cokes. Too many zooms. Now, Eddie, uh, this morning uh, as he's coming in, um, he was very bothered because I guess you woke up real early. Jump bothered, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is why. Because um, you offered your wife something. You offered a pleaser last in an area night. downtown. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. last night. Yeah. In an area, you know, you're taking the slim boat to Tuna Town as you wanted to go downtown. And she said no. I thought I'd throw her one, what? you know? Yeah. And I looked at her and I go, God, I go, in the history of the world, 
If this was reversed, no guy would be like, eh, I'm good. No one. And it's a great point. If so the wife weird. offered, hey, I want to take care of you. I want to treat you special. No. And you don't have to do anything to me. No. I offered that. I, I could be in the jaws of life <laughs> after a car accident. <laughs> They're keeping me together, and I just, well, you, she wants to do it. Let her do it one last Listen. time. There could be nothing. We could be in the street. There could be a homeless man standing next to me. I still think I'm like, hey, if you're offered, well, let's do it. That's a spoiled, spoiled woman. That's all you need to know. Used to do so well. It's over. What a draft it was, guys. What a draft! Eddie, I don't want to hear from anybody else. The New York Jets won the NFL draft. The three picks, sauce. Wide receiver at Ohio State, Garrett Wilson. Drafting back up to get the prize prospect from Florida State, Jermaine Johnson II. I just love it, though. We draft sauce, who's special at four, and then he walks the wrong way. I mean, when you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way. What was his favorite sauce? Original. That's such a, you know <laughs> What's what? wrong I, with that? I, I said it to you when I heard it on Morning Men, and I'm going to say it again. If you answer original when I say what's your favorite kind of sauce, you can't play for me. No. I don't care, oh, I don't care how good you are. Sauce flavors are <laughs> spicy, roasted garlic, sweet chili. There's all types of flavors. No, when you ask me my favorite brand. ice cream. All right, you ask me, hey, what's your favorite ice cream? Are you going to answer Carvel? No, no you know what you're going to say? <laughs> I always answer Briars. <laughs> no, you'll say Vanilla Original. <laughs> and then, of course, the Jaguars draft uh, Trayvon Walker, who, I don't know, he feels like a bust to me. Aiden Hutchinson, Derek Stingley Jr. That's the NFL draft round one. The Jets won it, Eddie. What was your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway was the real winner of the draft, once again, is Kenny Pickett, who had a very cute girlfriend. And oh, yeah. she's a Princeton yeah, soccer nice. player, so she's smart, too. Oh, I did a lot of I did a lot of research. Yeah. Wow, rabbit hole. Here's the thing now, and this is getting into weirdness, and I never thought this would happen. I'm at an age now where these could be my kids. You know, you hit. 40. Oh, don't say that. No. Well, well, it happened. No. It happened. No, no, no. So no, I no, find no. myself really gravitating towards the moms now more than anything. I don't oh. even look at the players' girlfriends anymore. So no, no, Kenny Pickett, no, no. that was my farewell. <laughs> That's that was it. my last a- deep dive. My father would never say it, and I know he doesn't have a daughter, but I have a daughter. I will never utter the words you just mentioned. Beauty is beauty, and if they're over 21, oh, God, I can look. And that's all it's about. (laughs) And so that's amazing. So it's not about A.J. Brown being traded or the Arizona Cardinals training for Hollywood Brown about Aiden Hutchinson's mom. Exactly. And you know what? I completely agree. Exactly. And now we're going to talk about the Nets. It's amazing. I was so happy about Kyrie Irving. I love the double bird. I thought he embraced the role of the villain. I was kind of into this Nets team, and now it's all over. And then he didn't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Then he just didn't seem to care. And man dog Chris Russo, who's not a fan of Kyrie, Kyrie talked about Kyrie Irving. I'm mad dog. One of his more consistent takes, by the way. (laughs) He's always been consistent, even after he won a championship. What do you I think don't of, want him on my team. What do you think are his like, top three most consistent points? The 70s are always better than anything yeah, today. That's, that's always one. He hates Kyrie. It doesn't matter. Hey, Kyrie. And he hates A-Rod, but oddly enough did his show. So anyway, let's go. <laughs> let's, let's Fraud! Move on. All right, well, here we sell go. Out. Okay. Here's, uh, here's Dog, who sell sold out, out sell on Mad Dog Unleashed. And Irving, folks. I Irving. mean, again, he's the, he's, the, he's, the, he's, the, you know, he's the ghost in the room. I mean, let's call it like we see. Is that a I saying? mean, Kyrie Irving is he's poison. A ghost in on the a room. T- he's absolute poison. The first way to cleanse the Nets, the first thing you got to do, if it was my team, and I want to put together a winning representative ball club that is, you know, that my seven Nets fans can appreciate. <laughs> the first thing that I do is I get Irving off the team. That's the first thing I do. Yeah. Durant signed. He mm. signed. Oh, well, yeah. I'll, I'll, find a, I'll, I'll find a running mate for Durant. I don't want it to be Irving. 
I want him out. out. Now, they won't do that. I want him out. And if he pledges, well, I'll play 75 games next year, I'll do everything I can. It's a frat. Blah, blah, blah. Nonsense. <laughs> if he does that, the only reason he's going to do that is he wants that contract extension last year's was last year, $36 million. He <laughs> wants that 258 year. after that. So I wouldn't trust him. And he'd be bored. You think he wants to go to Sacramento, Portland, and Detroit on a road trip in January? I'll take those Uh-oh. off. Yeah, find some reason. Yeah. Well, he just won't play there. But if you want to cleanse them, cleanse. Uh, you have Kyrie Irving pledging uh, Sigma Phi Kappa. Or maybe T. <laughs> T kicked me out of Albany. So there it is, the cleanse there. Kyrie Irving, will he remain a net? Should he remain a net? Or should they move on? They're going to sign him. Mm-hmm. I think so, They're too. They're going to sign him. He's still pretty good. Because <laughs> because you're, when it comes time to sign, it's like an ex-girlfriend, right? You you romanticize the good moments. You know, after you break up, you're like, oh, man, I really miss it. Same thing. Kyrie, you'll romanticize those huge games he had. Right. Those big performances, those wow moments where you're like, holy mac. I've never seen anyone do that with a basketball. But I think if you sign him and you actually get these guys to play 75 games together, this won't be an issue. In the playoffs. Well, that's the Kyrie point. And we just went through that road trip. Well, can you get him to play 75 games? No. Never. Can't get 75, not even close. Can we get to 60 games? Yes. We could do 60. That we could maybe do. You know, it's funny about the Nets. They actually (laughs) had those running mates. When they signed Kyrie (laughs) and Durant, then they decided to trade everyone for Harden. Right. So they had the running mates that made a really good team. Well, they wanted this big three, right? Do we need a big three, or can we win with a big two? We can't win with Kevin Durant leading the charge. This is amazing. Like, LeBron James gets destroyed for some of these decisions that he makes. How about the decision he made, Kevin Durant, in bringing together Kyrie Irving to try to make a super team? Do you need three? Can the Celtics win without a big three? Are the Celtics any good? Well, they have a two and a half, right? Right. Are the Celtics any good after they beat the Nets or the Nets stink? Well, let me ask you. Hold on a minute. This was a good question. Sports talk. We're sports talk. <laughs> yes. 40 sports. That's a, good, sports. that's a good question. Yeah. Can you win with a great two and a, an above average supporting cast? Let's look at the Bucks last year. They had a great one. They have a great one. Chris Middleton's a great two. And then you have some or, other pieces. Or do they have one and two halves Thank you. to make a two? There we go. Ah, you so then you, you can. What? Question answered. All right, there's little Scott. He's doing <laughs> yeah. his today. Question answered. Matt. We figured it out. We don't need a big three. We got to cleanse. We need a, a really good two. There hasn't been a big three <laughs> since the Heat because really the Warriors had four. And that was just, um, they were unbeatable. Like, and they're looking the same it's way It's really right dynamic now. duos now. So you know what? Bottom line, we re-signed Kyrie. <laughs> That's what we've learned. That's what we learned. You got to bring back Kyrie because where better. are you getting another great? Because Dog said we'll find running mates. No, no, no you're not no, going to no. find no four running mates that equal one Kyrie when he's at his best. Kyrie in Game One at his best, amazing, right? We're watching something, and I love the way you said the romanticizing about an ex-girlfriend. It's like the second you think it's coming to an end, and maybe the grass isn't always greener. You just think about the sex, nothing else, not the time. She spit at you or smack you in the face. Just the sex. And yes, I'm speaking from experience. But let's face it. KD will never win with the Nets. Not happening. He tried. He failed. Durant was meek in the series. Kyrie was mid. And Ben Simmons is the weakest, most heartless player in the history of sports. I mean, an absolute coward as Brett. Well, Brendan McCaffrey oh, hey. just came in. Brendan hey. McCaffrey. I hey. just, you know what? I just gave a Kyrie Irving sex analogy. Oh. This is right up your alley. Here's oh. Brendan McCarthy. Or oh. MacArthur. What, what is I it? will return. It is McCaffrey. McCaffrey. <laughs> it's McCaffrey. <laughs> With the sex analogy of the week. 
This is like when you got the girl, best sex you've ever had in your life. You're having it all the time. You love it. But five minutes later, she wants to cut your throat. That's what's going on here with the Nets. Oh. Five minutes later. I'll tell you what. Live radio, my friend. I just show up. It's I come amazing. here. I'm always here. Saturday morning. Oh. But I always like the crazy girls. And so, yes, there was always a danger in the back of my head of Bethany, now my wife, killing me. And it still exists. And that's why I watch 48 Hours Mystery. Because I plan to leave the clues for everyone to figure out the crime. Who's going to want to figure out that crime? <laughs> that's the problem. There'll be no investigation when I die. They'll just they'll celebrate. So, party on, dudes. <laughs> Did anybody ever say that before? No, that's an original. Steve Torrey had a great uh, point on Kyrie Irving this week on Mad Dog Daily. That's right. That's Steve Torrey, weeknight, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, I, I mean, that, yeah. that to me is, is, <laughs> you know, is obvious for yeah. the Capitol. Yeah. I mean, seriously. What's yeah. obvious? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to make decisions after what he did. Great job. Blowing off the vaccination, which is his right. Uh, that, that, that's fine. Why do we all preface but, you it? Know, Not that there's anything wrong with that. He wasn't part of any, any team <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. You know, and, and, and that's a big reason why the Nets didn't reach their goals this year. Hmm. And again, for me, as much as I want to put a bulk of the blame on Nash, it's more Kyrie, whether Kyrie True. and Ben Simmons are all in True. for the future. And also the fact that he looked relieved. I, I was actually saying that to myself last night after the He's final buzzer. To you know, and, and I know sort of the philosophy now with players in the modern era, pick your sport. You know, they don't have that hatred towards each other after, after a uh, – you know, uh, a playoff series or a game, they like to yuck it up. There's great camaraderie. Yeah, They're all brothers and Steve all that stuff. And I get yuckers. it. And, and, and like part of mates. me likes that. They, you know, they have great relations with each other. Commanders. Right away when the game ends, you know, he starts hugging everybody. And I, I know they're, they're, everybody's doing that when a series is the over. They have mutual respect. Terrific. Back in the day. But I think Frank brings up a great point. Frank. He did look relieved Frank. to me. <laughs> that, you know, he doesn't Where's have to Frank go back to from? Boston now. And uh, if Maybe the Nets had somehow won that game to stay alive, to get further humiliation from that crowd, which was a big story in game plumber. Name Frank. All right, so there's Steve Torrey, uh, Mad Dog Daily. What did he say? Well, he's breaking down Kyrie, I think. Think about this. Oh, wow. Durant, I'm sorry, Steve. What sorry. the? Steph, sorry, Steve. Clay, and Draymond. No way was that a real buzz. Make a lot of sense to people? That was like 10 seconds. <laughs> wow. That's a record? I think there was an outage. They actually what got, a, they got an outage alert. There's an outage in Steve's brain. Uh, but <laughs> tech issues outage. in his brain? I love it, though. I mean, <laughs> quick goal sports ops. And I do love when Tori, as soon as you hear Tori say, well, big reason why, when you hear Kyrie Irving, all I hear is... Big reason why? I mean, I think that's exactly what it's all about. Keep but laughing, a lot Michael. of... Uh, it's real funny. Uh, I had an outage in my brain for 10 seconds. The alarm went on and said, say something, say something, <laughs> Uh, they were going to go to the Be loop. Called me. I thought Kendrick Perkins on first take had the best comparison to Kyrie. He said, it's the pretty girl who's so smoking hot, but smokes cigarettes, and therefore you kind of want to stay away. That wouldn't, def- that wouldn't deter you. <laughs> I said the same thing. <laughs> Come on, Kendrick. I was with a girl who tasted like Jim Leland. The amount of smoke. <laughs> Marble reds. I mean, every oh. time we kissed, I felt like there was smoke oh, coming out of my God. mouth. I'm with, And I'm with uh, Mr. Perkins on that. That's yeah. a deal breaker for me, but for you, come on. Oh, God, I don't care. That's what's nothing. The, what's the saying? If they smoke, they let you poke? Is that the saying? I'm not sure, but it is a saying. <laughs> now, my now wife, Bethany, uh, she does not smoke, but this week on Anything. Morning Men, we were talking about cities around the United States, and after mentioning one, I had to tell the story that was close to home, even though the city I mentioned is far from home. Hmm. San Francisco, this. where I... Oh, that's where I conceived Joey Babchuk. San Francisco? Yeah, and on the way home on the plane, me and Bethany broke up. We were done. And then I went into the apartment. I moved all my stuff out. Vegetable and then two weeks lasagna. later, she was calling me, and I wasn't answering. And then she showed up at WVOX 1460 AM. We're through. The uh, sound of the people or something. <laughs> the sound we of the shell, people. And she waited outside to tell me she was pregnant. <laughs> the sound of the people.
people. And I said, I'm coming home. And now we're a family. Good dick. <laughs> <laughs> so he got six Everything and ten. Oh, what man. a love story. That's what a real a story. story. That's really a... Of course it's a real story. And now we have a beautiful family. And what were you doing in San Francisco with her? <laughs> we took a trip together. We got into a fight the first night. That the second night, we actually went out separately. We went different places at night <laughs> oh on vacation on a four or five night vacation to San Fran. I have to say. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, let me interject here real quick because I will never, ever again say to you, well, that's not true or that didn't happen. There was a movie called Big Fish where, long story short of it, the plot is father and son having a strange relationship. The father used to tell all these wild tales to his kid. Kid never believed any of it. When the father dies... All the people show up at his funeral that he described over the years. The weirdest people, the strangest thing. You couldn't believe it unless you saw it. This is your life. <laughs> and I've spent enough time with you now. Little fish. Yeah, I've little fish. I've spent enough time with you now to realize there's no embellishment here. These are really the true tales of a little man. Yes, little with is a little, right. With a little talent. Correct. And a big heart. Big, like big mouth. story. Eddie Erickson, that is a beautiful thing. It is true. And the, uh, the, and, the, and in fact, these stories, a lot of them are underplayed to protect the guilty. <laughs> and you know what? The guilty is coming up next as we talk about the greatest morning after tale of all time on morning after. Hmm. How fitting. As we're going to talk about a man and a boat. And a French couple. And a French couple. That's all. And <laughs> Texas chili. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Patrick's morning after. Welcome back to the best hour of radio you will hear this week. If this is the only hour of radio of you will looks. hear this week. A lot of dirty looks. Mike oh, Babchick's Morning After. Take it away, Babs. Ah, uh, yes. So welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 82, as we recap the week that was with my friends. Or was it? Or was it? Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. And then there's Scotty Messina, the producer of not only Morning Men, but of Morning After. And the Morning After part is for now. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I mean... Mm. Anywhere. Almost of, anywhere. Almost anywhere. And then, of course, the NBA playoffs. Hot and heavy, baby, with the Nets getting swept by the Boston Celtics. That was supposed to be the most exciting series, the most drama. Kyrie Irving, double bird, and now pfft, nothing. Nada. As the Nets can't even Zip. get a win. And, and Kevin Durant's legacy Zero. takes another hit. You know, he gets this championship at Golden State, who, I get it, he got two rings, but how much credit am I going to give a guy who couldn't beat him, so he joined him? Mm. And then he tries to go his own way, create his own team, and fails miserably. Not once. <laughs> twice. <laughs> With the Brooklyn. Yeah, not, it hasn't been a good stretch here, and now we'll see what happens. And that's tried Lee. this twice now. Perhaps they go a new route. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to build the, <laughs> the team. The worst trade of all time, and now this. Yeah, and, and James Harden, I love it, is still playing. With the Philadelphia 76ers. So that's exciting. Of course, the NFL draft is great, too. Before we get to the draft, though, mm. what a draft it was. <laughs> Insert draft analysis Big here. surprises. <laughs> yes, but of course, we got to talk about something else before the draft. Um, you're going to hear the uh, short story of this story, and then we're going to break it down. Because Eddie Erickson was witness to something incredible this past Friday. That happened to me. And we talked about it on Morning Men. With Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Cologne. On Friday afternoon, I got an invite to go on a boat from my buddy Benny Boats. Benny Boats got some terrible news about a really good friend of his, so the only way to celebrate it and remember a life is through booze. Oh, so geez. we start to... Or oh, yeah. Or you could just so pack it up and go So we start to home. drink. Mr. Balls wanted to hang out, and he texted me. He's like, where you at? 
I'm on the train. He's on the train in Metro North coming home. I'm like, where am I? I'm on a boat. You, you got to get on this. This boat's unbelievable. Oh, now, Mr. Balls, my buddy, drank so much at work. <laughs> I don't know why. He, but for whatever reason, he showed up already bombed. Yeah. He was wasted. In the morning, I get Correct. a call at 830 in the morning from uh, Mr. Balls' wife <laughs> saying, where's my husband? I said, oh, he's sleeping off on the boat. She goes, what boat? He never told me about a boat. Oh, no. I said, oh, my. All right, let me go get him. I, the boat's around the corner. So, of course, I take my son. It's 830 in the morning. It's Saturday morning. Just finished Baptist morning after. I grab my son. Hey, let's go get Mr. Balls off the boat. We go to the boat. There's a guy on the dock who goes, you looking for your friend? And I said, yeah. And the guy's got a big smile on his face. He goes, yeah, I think he fell in the water last night. Oh, my gosh. I said, why is that funny? He goes, yeah, there's blood all over the, the dock and then the ladder's broken. What the hell did broken. he land on? I think the guy fell off the boat, but he's in the boat, so it's all good. I'm like, well, I'm glad you think this is so funny, man. I go back to the boat. I open it up. I go inside the boat. I go to the you know bottom corners. There's Mr. Balls, <laughs> butt-ass naked, sitting in the bed, drinking a beer, covered in blood. <laughs> Hair of the dog. <laughs> What the <laughs> hell is going on, man? Are you okay? He goes, yeah, I, I, I fell in the water at like 4 o'clock. I was looking for a charger. I was so drunk that I, I, I guess I just fell off the boat. And I was in the boat for a while with all my clothes on. And Benny Boats jumped in the water and saved my life. There was no way I was getting out because I was wearing all my clothes. And he had like a bubble jacket and it turned into like the marshmallow man. And he pushed him out. And so I'm like, why are you drinking a beer? He goes, well, I was really thirsty and there's no water. And he goes, where the hell were you when I fell off the boat? I said, well, at that point, we went to Texas Chili to get chili cheese fries. I got a feed out of Erickson. We took the Uber, we go to Texas Chili, and we left. He goes, you went to Texas Chili without me? And he was pissed about that. I'm like, don't worry about that. You, you, you almost died, man. You almost died. Again, we're 40. This should be a hangover movie. Um, and I'm like, hey, man, we got to go to the hospital. I think I got to take you to the hospital. He goes, no, 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 no. But you could take me someplace. Take me to the Apple store because I lost my iPhone. And then that was it. Later on, I talked to Benny Boats, and he goes, you know what? Your first day on the boat was pretty close to what I would have predicted. Somebody almost died, and I saved his life. Good times. Wow. Wow was right. Eddie Erickson, you got to take us through your view of this amazing night. Where you were working at Mad Dog, Chris oh, Russo, Mad Dog Unleashed, yeah, amazing. You were on the way home from New Canaan, and I, I texted you the address, and I said, get over to this boat. It's around the corner from my house. We're on a boat. You've been talking about this boat since last year. I was like, I got to get on this guy's boat. That's all I want to do. I just want to sit <laughs> yeah. on this boat. I don't want to go out into the ocean or the bay, whatever. I just want to sit on the boat. The sound. Yes. We, we got I, I never want to go out on a boat. I get dizzy. Well, you, get you know sick. that. You're not a boat guy. We constitution, but we constitution. sitting on a boat and drinking seems like everything. It was everything. And then it was the worst thing. <laughs> well, maybe not for you, but maybe for Mr. Well, Balls. You, you greeted me in a panic. So you quickly ran out. Hey, man, I couldn't talk on the phone. What's going on here, man? Yeah. We're on the boat three minutes. We're drinking McCallum. It's great. He gets a call. Best friend from childhood passes away. Yeah, Benny Okay. Boats. Oh, Whoa. No. So what yeah. are we doing? I try to turn around and leave. This is not good. Let's go. No, no, you got to come with me. You got to come with come. me. Get on the boat. It's a very dark place. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like This is a very dark scene. <laughs> when Benny Boats gets this call, I'm like, maybe I'm supposed to be here. Maybe this is why I'm here today. Oh, and he boy. said, you know what? Maybe you're right, and let's start drinking. But Eddie right away was like, maybe we just give this guy some space. Yeah. I wasn't going to tell that to Eddie on his way down. You even called me at one point, and were complaining about traffic. Meanwhile, his friend just died Seems 30 trivial. minutes ago. Seems trivial. But traffic's very annoying. Well, you, I was also I... on speaker. Thanks. <laughs> I'd rather be dead to be stuck in this traffic on a hut.
bitch. I ate the traffic. <laughs> oh my my God. friend just passed. I ate traffic. So I get there, three quarters of a bottle of McCallum gone. Right. We did quick work and he did most of it. Which is Benny a problem. Boats. And I noticed with each sip, we did a quick toast to his friend. To the friend. And with each toast, the glass was being slammed down on the deck just a little harder. Then I got the speech. Mm. If I become aggressive, I want you to tell me. When someone starts out the night by telling me, if I become aggressive, let me know, that puts me on edge. See Ethan Hawke in Training Day as he's sitting next to Denzel <laughs> one. I'm on edge now. <laughs> yeah. You never know what's going to happen. I can't enjoy myself because I'm like, well, what's going to happen next? He's laughing, then he's crying, then he's slamming down <laughs> bottles, then he leaves, then he comes back, then he leaves again to right. bring back more booze. You know what? The training day reference is great because, like, Denzel Washington's character, one minute he's smiling, laughing, next thing you know, <laughs> King Kong ain't got shit on me. So he's over aggressive. Now, the funny part about Eddie, he kept saying every time Benny Boats got a little crazy, hey, you're being aggressive. I screamed Don't be- it. I so screamed you, it. You really moved in. You dove into, you're aggressive right now. And then so, the music was wrong. Oh, uh, Eddie, no, Eddie, nothing oh, was man. right. Eddie nothing was responsible right. for the music. He was sitting in the captain's chair. I took over like the a music. Great look. Well, he actually gave me the Bluetooth when he left. Right. It felt like he was gone an hour, but in reality, he was probably gone 20 minutes. I noticed when you drink that much whiskey early, Time slows down. <laughs> it's very interesting. Seriously. When I left that boat, I thought it was midnight. It turns out it was 9.15. <laughs> so Eddie, controlling the music, did a great job. He kept the music upbeat. You don't want to have any I sad songs. I put the XM 80s mix oh, on. Oh, it was great. It's all upbeat. And then it was But then, then you left. For one second, you left the captain. I'm the captain now. Some Death Leopard. Death Leopard. I started. Uh, very very depressing. He's getting aggressive. <laughs> Chase your music. Hurry up. And then came Mr. Balls. Oh. So yeah. I greet Mr. Balls like you greeted me. You greeted me and told me the situation. I quickly greeted him. Tell him the situation. You want to talk about coming in hot. This guy came in almost passed out. He gets I, out of the Uber with a half bottle of whiskey already polished off. I think it was bourbon. Oh, bourbon. Okay. And I looked at him. I go, just let you know. And I'm a little, now I'm a little messed up at this point. Shot after shot after shot. That quick. Empty stomach. You know how I do it. Oh, yeah. Right. So. That's how I did it too, Mr. Balls. Hey, man, let me just uh, let me apprise you of the situation here. We got a we got a tragedy on our hands. We're trying to boost this guy's spirits. He goes, oh, "What are we doing here? Let's go." Home. He tries to turn away and leave. <laughs> no, no, you're coming with. <laughs> you're coming with. What could go wrong? <laughs> I drag him down the dock, put him on the boat, sit him down. We're all having a good time. Then we had a great time. We're drinking like crazy. It was a lot of fun. Until it was. Until Mr. Balls <laughs> passed out. And that's when it became, oh my God, we have to carry Mr. Balls out of this boat. See, this is the best well, part. Well, this is when because... it became Weekend at Bernie's. Yes. Weekend at Bernie's. And my buddy Mr. Balls, is a little, he's a little heavier in his older days now. I couldn't carry him. I would have been able to maybe carry him if Eddie Erickson and one of the guy remained. Well, the minute the boat guy says, Benny the Boats. We're wrapping this up. I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm out. I call my Uber. I am out of there. And so Eddie just immediately leaves because all Eddie's I'm thinking out. about is dinner, right? And all Eddie and wanted was Chinese food. Now, I did say to him, Red Plum. eventually we're going to get food, but eventually we got to go to my neighbor's house because they're French. <laughs> That's true. And they, they just became American citizens. We had the citizenship party. To the stop citizenship. All that. God bless America. And I was very into celebrating America. So you're already gone Yes. by the time I got weekend at Bernie's. I'm waiting on your front steps. And I'm trying to drag him, and obviously I can't, so I put him back on the boat. And then we do go, and eventually... 
we get ourselves the Texas chili, which why did I bring you a... You hate spicy. I hate spicy. All I wanted was something simple. I just said, give me a regular (sighs) burger, but for some reason, you wanted a California burger, and we're having the Uber guys waiting for us outside. I can't even see. Why would you trust? (laughs) I don't know. They have chili in the name, so of course it's going to be a little spicy. And then we went to the neighbors, and we had the time of our life. And I never actually thought, hey, what about Mr. Balls? He's probably still on the boat. What about Mr. Balls? And then the next day happens. Now, the next day is more, so where are we at now? We got training day. We got weekend at Bernie's. Next day becomes the hangover. The hangover, yeah. It's the hangover. Because now we're Part two, though, because he's lost. Our friend Doug is lost. And then we find him, and there he is, covered in blood, as he took just, he decided to walk off a boat. I think he thought he was at home, and then he went for a swim. His first thought was, how do you go to Texas Chili without me? (laughs) And he was very bothered by that. He refuses to go to the hospital, and I take him back home. And I'm with my son. The cleaner now is my son. Joey Babchuk was with me. He's Mr. Wolf from Pulp Fiction. The cleaner. So now we got the fixer. The, we got the fixer. The fixer. And then we got Joey Babs, who's eating all the snacks on the boat. And I said, don't eat all the snacks. I want to get an we'll invite back. We'll never be invited back. Meanwhile, there's blood everywhere. The guy almost <laughs> drowned. Eddie, I even called you at 9 in the morning because I needed confirmation this was real and this actually happened. 9 oh. a.m. I get a call. You're not going to believe this. You got to hear this. I'm at the boat right now. They found Greg in the water. What? I hear Mr. Balls in the background screaming, I think I lost a kidney! <laughs> right! I think I lost a kidney! I think this is a joke. I get the pictures. This guy looked like he was in a major car accident. Legs were shredded. Bruising. Bruising. Everywhere. He looks like he was, someone beat the shit out of him. Right. The cuts on the legs, that had to be from the engine. You know, he lost his sneakers, so he took his sneakers off. Well, why wouldn't you? He lost all his <laughs> keys, and because he lost all his keys, he couldn't get into the to work. And, and on, his phone. on Monday, the entire company shut down, I think. <laughs> and the phone's gone. And the phone's gone. The bruising, I think he was in between the dock and the boat and the water. Around. He was just getting banged around. And eventually, Benny the boat jumps wow. in and pushes him up and over and then puts him in his boat. And then, yeah, you hear the kidney thing. Thing, but all right, is it really his kidney? It turns out it was. It was. Because after I <laughs> this guy self-diagnosed. After I brought Amazing. him home, I put him on the couch. He doesn't even want a blanket, so I'm like, I'm gonna get you we a blanket. About his foot too. His foot was blue <laughs> and numb. Also a problem. So now he's the Smurfs. I go to the master bedroom Sounds and like I'm frostbite. Look- and then all of a sudden. You become the voice of reason. I'm the guy. This is amazing. I'm the guy. Hey, let's go to the hospital. Hey, let's get you a blanket at least. If we're not, I put him in the couch. I go to the master bedroom. And like a good friend does, I look through his wife's underwear drawer. Because the first drawer is obviously. Always. The top drawer is always the thongs. You take a peek. I didn't sniff or do anything crazy or look in the nightstand for the vibrator. Because I'm a good friend. I needed to get him a blanket. So I get him the blanket. And then he's okay. And on the way out, of course, I take all of his chocolates. Very fancy chocolates. Joey had to eat. He's still with me. No, of course. I make an Aquaman joke. He's a story. Yeah, it was very good. Tell- timely. He's more and like timely. he's more like Nemo. And I also I also was like, you know, historically you're not a great athlete. I think you're the type of guy to drown in two inches of water. Tell me, he, he never had the makings of a varsity athlete. It was a Sopranos. And ne- now it's a Sopranos. You never had the makings of a varsity <laughs> athlete. That's why you and you can't swim. And that's why you drowned almost, man. I only find out a day later that he did go to the hospital and he ended up staying there two nights. Edmund. So is that a good night? Or a great night when you end the night. <laughs> Bad's not an option. When you uh, no. <laughs> when you end the night, two nights in a hospital is not an epic night. Oh God! Never forget. I remember eating a hot dog and that uh, was at the neighbor's the Frenchman's backyard. <laughs> 
they gave Eddie like two hot dogs and they give me two, only one bun. <laughs> one bun. I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> I'll eat the hot dog with how a figure. How do you have an uneven? Usually, it's an even amount. You know what? That bothered bun me. Bun to hot dog ratio. Got to be honest, that bothered me more than Mr. Balls drowning. <laughs> you have to give me a bun. How about her sundress though? And she never wears a bra. She's oh, French. She's very liberal. Very nice. Anyway, smokes a lot though. <laughs> That's okay. Chain We've smoker. learned that's okay. Chains. Reminds With me of the Kyrie. wine and the cigarettes and the language. Oh, oh. she's oh, Kyrie. Oh, everything's free flowing. And I love it too. My wife, you know, after I tell this entire story about, you know, Mr. Balls oh, and everything else, she goes, you know, I wanted to go to the neighbors. Oh, Not like, hey, you're so drunk, your friend no. fell off a boat. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I would have went to the neighbors and had that, but no, you didn't invite me. You didn't want to sit around a fire. Oh, she hates fire pits. Eating a hot dog without a bun. And the final update, by the way, of Mr. Balls is, he told me, I said, this happened. You're lucky to be alive. I mean, this is some wake-up call, huh? And he goes, yeah, damn right. I'm not drinking this weekend. But he'll drink next week. <laughs> Don't get aggressive. Don't get aggressive, folks. Wow. Don't get aggressive. Wow, wow, wow. And you know that a story is so good because Mad Dog Chris Russo hears all about it. Here's Russo this week on Mad Dog Unleashed breaking down The Morning Men. Another positive review. Now, we, we bounced around at The Morning Show. Uh, you know, they all hate Evan, but somehow they keep on giving him four-year contracts. Uh, and so Evan is all settled here. <laughs> Laugh, Colin. That was a great line. Evan is still, is still settled here uh, with uh, Willie Colon uh, bouncing around Mississippi. And, of course, our good buddy Mike Babchek. I heard from Babchek on Friday night, and they were on a boat. Uh, with Eddie Erickson, and they were in Gummy Land. You want to see two guys in Gummy Land trying to break down a hawk heat over? It was Mike Babchek and Eddie Erickson. <laughs> no, Eddie, that's not true because it was the hawk heat under. Or right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Babchek's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about the draft. Yes. Vegas. I'm there right now. And the last hurrah. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchek's Morning After. Welcome back to Mike Babchik's Morning After. He's the reason why the pill was invented. Just ask his parents. I'm so uncomfortable with that line. Back to everyone's <laughs> favorite regret, Mike Babchik. Every time. But yet we just keep playing. I know. Ah, oh, yes, and welcome back to Mike Babchik's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82, as we recap the week that was with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed forever. Forever. And... You think we get an invite back to that boat? I don't know. And, Forever. of course, Scotty Messina, the producer of Morning Men. And, of course, uh, Babchick's Morning After, but only for uh, now. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I mean anywhere. Even in Las Vegas. Yes. Where Scott Messina is broadcasting right now. Yet he's in studio. I don't know. It's a very strange thing. What a draft it was, guys. What a draft. And perfect timing with the NFL draft and a brand new show. I am athlete. That's right. Weeknight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. You're going to be hearing lots of clips and... That's right, more clips. And Brendan McCarthy. More clips! Yes, that's right. As Brandon Marshall and so many more sit around and talk about the world of sports. And Mad Dog Chris Russo on Mad Dog and Leach was so pumped up in promoting this show because he's excited. But he told us who is actually responsible for the great I Am Athlete program. Evan Cohen has been a, done a nice job, and, and Steve found him too. 
And Steve is the one after Gary Williams joined the Golf Channel, and Steve Phillips was thrown out the uh, was was thrown out of here. Wait, the uh, and joined his own thing on the <laughs> Baseball Network. Uh, Mr. Torrey was the one who gave Babcheck a chance. So Babcheck owes his career to Steve. So and you know, is this Steve's last hurrah? You know, no. one of those TV executives who's done nothing but produce lousy shows, huh? and he swears he has one big hit, raring a sprout. <laughs> And it's, uh, you know, a week before September, and Cheers. the show's going to air NBC primetime at 9 o'clock. You know, Hawaii NCIS, in Hawaii, something. Is this this Hawaii kind of NCIS. last hurrah for Steve? Uh, let's mm. be fair. Steve uh, was hitched on the Christopher Russo wagon yeah. uh, when he joined wow. in, but he, he has well been there. a superb it's a hell of a wagon. Uh, conciliatory, uh, uh, consulaire. Oh, he has concierge. been one of the. He's he's a good trooper. Mm. He does what they're told. Uh, those shows he did this past summer, <laughs> Olympic Olympics today, was some of the riveting radio uh, that I have heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was that quote, Eddie? I'm sorry. Eddie. That's right. We did submit it to the Synopsis Award. No. It did not win, mm. but it was a finalist. Those were the six o'clock. Steve interviewing college swimmers across America. Mm-hmm. So he has hitched his wagon Exciting. to I am athlete tonight. He's tried before. Babcheck, Cohen, his future is in the hands of Antoine Walker, Antoine. Brendan Marshall, Ooh. Chad Johnson, Shady McCoy, and the Pac-Man. It's called Mad Dog Radio, but the guy who runs it is Steve Torrey. <laughs> Give me more Steve Torrey talking to swimmers. That's what I want. <laughs> the last hurrah. Quite a speedo you had there. How often do you shave? I think I, I, think I see your eggplant. Triple eight Mad Dog six eight eight six two three three six four six. Um, what's your uh, preferred temperature in the pool? <laughs> so, uh, what was it like? Uh, you know, you're at the what? What is that? The twenty meter? I, I don't. We don't do meters here in America. What? What? What height is that? Uh-huh. The diving board. Yeah. You know, uh, that swim cap is something I actually would wear. I'm, you know, I'm going very bald. Why and, do they uh, shower? One month. Why shower after <laughs> you come out of a pool? I never, uh-huh. I never understand that. A little odd. I could see. I could see why you peed in the pool, but uh, you think you should have done that? My favorite part of that whole thing. <laughs> Was even Chris, you know, we know Chris references everything. He references old TV shows. His original <laughs> reference points were Petticoat Junction, Green Acres, and the Partridge family. What <laughs> year is this? <laughs> see, see, I didn't play that. I gave him credit. I only played the NCIS Hawaii. It's a last hurrah for Green Acres. <laughs> Arnold, that pig. Boy, he was charming. Listen, uh, MASH was great last night. What an episode. Did you catch oh. that last episode of Petticoat Junction? Real water cooler episode. <laughs> and then the naming of the TV executives that are all long dead. Oh, my. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> Bonanza. <laughs> I love Lucy. <laughs> I think my wife would tell you that I'm her last hurrah. I mean, she hitched her, her wagon to me, and she outkicked her coverage, right? <laughs> you can't even say that. I can't even, take I can't even say it. <laughs> Not a so chance. We, so we go to Steve Torrey then. I'm Mad Dog Daily, weeknight, 6 p.m. Eastern time, as he goes to the phones. The guy loves talking to the people, and especially callers he doesn't know. Bob in Bridgeport on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Bob, welcome. Yeah, welcome, Steve. I want to congratulate you for putting together a... Oh, God. What a clown. I got to talk to my. I got to talk to my call screener. Yes, Christopher Mad Dog no. Russo. So great to have uh, you on the I, program. I think you have a chance here. I'm looking forward to it at 7. <laughs> Seriously, give yourself dog. some credit. You took some chances. <laughs> you got it done. I Am Athlete in New York will be superb. <laughs> what? That is am, your doing. Well, get get, get the title wanna, right, first yeah, of all. It's I Am Athlete Tonight. Jeez, tonight, but I say yes. New York. Tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to congratulate you 
on that. So I think that's number one. You got a chance here to pull off a Mark Mason. That's um, this is so relatable. This is so relatable to our to our audience today. Thank you for that. How the hell did you put together that? You did a hell of a job here. How did you put this together? This show. I'm curious. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, well, here's what I would say. I didn't put it together exclusively. If you look at the press release that was sent out and, and uh, continuing on with your charade on your program today, there is one quote from one executive at SiriusXM. It's not from me. It's from Steve Cohen. But well, I support. Uh, but Steve, I support. But I said, hold on. But it. I support. I support the show, and I look forward to it. Uh, <laughs> but I did not put this together exclusively by myself. I think you know that. Well, and Steve, I would assume most of our audience. Go, I'm just curious if how you yeah. did it. We could talk about it tomorrow because I have to uh, hit a break and ah, I have to continue okay. with the program. Up against it. Okay. Uh, yes, I, I appreciate. Uh, yeah, I appreciate how well you do. Yeah, and kind I'm of sure. You are. Did Luke get some? Did Luke get some hits today? <laughs> they were on oh, practice day. No game. Game tomorrow. All right, gotta go, <laughs> oh, no, Christopher. No. Adios. See you later. <laughs> bye bye. That's Christopher Mad Dog Russo, who's made my life a living hell on a twenty four seven basis. <laughs> It's amazing. You know, folks, what you realize there is that Mad Dog Chris Russo was screwing with Steve Torrey the entire day. Steve Torrey didn't think it was funny, wasn't having it, wasn't answering any of his texts, wasn't answering his calls. So when Steve Torrey doesn't answer, what do you do? You become Bob from Brentwood. <laughs> was it Brentwood hello? Oh, well, well, that would be hey, different. Bob. If, if, if Dog is giving a Brentwood hello, uh, that that's, might be a little different. That's I, a little different ooh. there. And the part you guys didn't hear was that Mando was actually on hold for 20 minutes and actually brought up three <laughs> different topics as he was waiting because it was just topics that came up. He was like, you know, that Mark caller was a great caller and he did a great job of job right there. He became a sports dog radio caller. You, don't you talk about sports enough? Sorry, Dog. You were up against it. Huh? First time, long time. <laughs> This is the new best call ever made by a, a staffer to a show. Bob, really, when you when you delve deep into the mind of a madman, as Christopher Mad Dog Russo is, <laughs> yeah, he is. You have a car waiting to pick you up at six o'clock, Midtown Manhattan. You're looking at a two hour commute home. His first instinct is to wait on hold just to fuck with Steve Tory. I mean, think about that. <laughs> that is a sick, a sick, day. twisted individual. One sick puppy. Wow. Wow, and then I wish there would have been a camera on him when he was doing it because you know him as well as I do. For 20 minutes, he sat there with that shit-eating grin going, I just can't wait till he picks up this phone. I can't wait till he picks up this phone. (laughs) Steve, I just want to say, I mean, it was one word in Steve. Okay, okay. Oh, boy. Did you have your fun now? I'm going to have to talk to the call screener about this. We're going to have to fire Sam Garcia over this. He doesn't know Mad Dog's voice. Uh. The other really fascinating thing about this call, he had to text me for the caller line. And I thought, wow, that's really strange because if you've listened to his show for the last 13 years, we've had the same open. Triple Eight Mad Dog Six. He says it every day. Every day for 13 years. Triple Eight Mad Dog Six is your two way sports talk number. Telephone number. And he didn't know it. What hey, the what's the number? What's the what's number? What's going on? <laughs> You've given it every day for 15 years. Oh what's the God. number? Triple Eight Mad Dog Six. What's the number, Eddie? <laughs> That guy's not going to get an invite to Steve Torrey's birthday party, but my brother had a birthday party this week. What do you do for a man who just turned 42? Get him laid. You throw him a pizza party with your parents. Listen to this. Paul. took him out for pizza. Paul. (laughs) What up, Paul? My mom turned to me and she said that my brother's better looking than me. Paul's better looking than you. That's what my mother just came out and said. And she said, I heard that on your show. And Evan said on the air that he agrees with me. But then my, my mom's like, you probably should do some of your hair. You need blonde highlights like those soccer players do. Like frosty tips. Yes. Frosty tips. She goes, no, that would really be a good look that. for you. Frosty tips <laughs> frosty with tips. the blonde. 
What? Also, like, my mom's asking my kids questions. Might. Like, how do you spell cat? And she's asking my daughter that. And all of a sudden, you hear my brother go, C-A-T! We know you could do it! I mean, will you let... Paul, you graduated Cornell. Jesus, I hope you can well, my brother cat. Had to, like, Did he jump really? In and, and, like my mom asked Joey, Columbia. Do you know what my favorite animal is? And Paul, it's a penguin. Oh yeah, you won. <laughs> you get it again. You won. You win the game. All right, let the kids answer. Also, my my mom for some reason started like interviewing my wife because she doesn't know a lot about her. She's now like, that should have happened <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah, she. What's your favorite food? I mean, you don't seem to like a lot of things. She doesn't what's like your anything. Favorite food. And then Food, so life, like, you, jalapeno poppers, fires. Oh, which is that's her favorite. Jalapeno pop. And, and mozzarella like, sticks, I learned. That is so... Yeah. I don't know if that's very high etiquette. <laughs> what is that? Wow. What a disconnect. <laughs> I love a girl. Yo, it's a cheap date. Always been a cheap date. She loves a jalapeno oh popper, which is a lot of fun. As Willie said, that's the adult fish stick. We could just handle anything on the Friday's appetizer side, right? That's it. Perfect, anything. man. Fried green beans to get your veggies Apple in there in the beans, mix. Any of those kind oh. of chain, you know, middle of the road places. Anything on that appetizer side. That's oh. that's what Bethany wants. And like me and my brother, the look wise, I'll never forget when my chemistry teacher, Mr. Perez, said, "Wow, the Babchicks, they're twins." And I said, "What? Twi- oh, what? You're twins." Paul is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you, Michael, are Danny DeVito, the shit left over. <laughs> but he's not even Schwarzenegger, though. That's the no, funny thing. That was the only type, the only offense I took was that. Yeah. I'm like, Paul's in terrible shape. No, he's not even. Literally. Compared to Mike, maybe he is, he is Arnold. No, you were a varsity tennis player. Come on. I uh, had that, but educationally. Well, I don't even know if that's a word. Academically. Academically. <laughs> and I prove it again. One more thing with my uh, children this week as uh, we had a conversation during a break. This is what we like to call our morning men. Break banter. Oh, we're still doing this. Yes. Okay. Babs, if you had a babysitter for your three children, how long would the babysitter call to have you guys come back and then never oh, set no. foot in your house He would leave again? the house, sneak back in the house, and jerk off behind the curtain. I'm telling curtain. you guys, you guys are wrong about this. His kids are unbelievably well-behaved and smart. It's actually bothersome to me. No, they're not. His kids have no issues. It's really annoying. <laughs> you want my kids to have issues? No. Why would that bother you? <laughs> That's You're crazy. Sick. You're so are you sick. sick in the so head. You're telling me the bad chick kids are That's really well-behaved. I've seen yes. these issues. No, that's Scott, not true. More Sam's than you a little ex- bit of a wild card. Yeah, <laughs> okay, but more than very crazy. better behaved than she you would is. anticipate, Scott, based on his lack of yeah, care? But because of who he is, yes. Less is more. I've been saying that my entire life. The less parenting you do, oh. the better they behave. You give Joey more rope, he does great. Then again, he hasn't done his homework in a month, we just found out. One The kid just doesn't do his homework. It doesn't, doesn't, matter. Football it doesn't even matter. Like flag? So he's going to play baseball yeah. or football. Yeah. Don't hurt that arm. Seventh you found grade, something. You struck homework. oil. Now he's got to play quarterback. Get that kid a, a coach. Get him some. He's not going to pay anybody. Let, let, him, let him do it for an entire season before he starts Agreed. The last story you told, you said he was flicking his dick with a He-Man toy next to him. <laughs> <laughs> a He-Man toy? He's with wrestling action. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. He's got Pokemon cards around his feet where he's flicking his dick. Maybe Rachel is very independent. She don't need a dad. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't. She just goes to her room. What's she doing in there? Who the hell knows? <laughs> Kid across the street. <laughs> <laughs> I think something's going on Oh, there. with Gabriel? Gabriel? Who's Gabriel? She goes to her French room. kid. She lies all her Barbies down on the floor. 
And Beth has walked in and she's like on top of one of the Barbies, like humping the Barbie. You better figure it out before it is Gabriel across the nah, street. It's totally normal, dude. Everybody likes to hump, no matter how old you are. Saying humping's He's natural. Right. I'm right. It's totally natural. If you that. don't get it. You don't have children. You just don't want a play date turn into a goddamn. When you go I know see humping's the doctor. natural, but like, like <laughs> yo, Joey's first play date was with a girl. Beth oh. went downstairs, turned. They were both naked. <laughs> I've had that. Butt ass naked. Butt ass naked. There were six. Beth's like, what are you guys? You got to put your clothes on. What's happening here? They both put their clothes on. Joey was real shy about it and said that it was her idea. Beth went back upstairs. She hears like a scream. She comes down the stairs again. The kid jumped off her dresser and broke her leg. Broke her leg. That was Joey's first ever play date in our house. She was like six years old. It's memorable. (laughs) I agree. That's like like going on a boat and ending up in a hospital for two nights. (laughs) That's a great story. (laughs) It's a great story. It's a great time to be alive. That's not unnatural. I had, when I heard that story, it actually jarred my memory. Ah. My son, my little one, and our neighbor, they were the same age. They moved away. I wonder if this had anything to do with it. It's a good story for you. They were in a little playhouse as little kids showing each other whatever was under their yeah. clothes. I think that's actually very normal. And that's why they moved away. <laughs> now now they did It's move. normal if you're cave people. They did move no. shortly there Advanced that. society. It's being explorative. Yeah, they want to know. <laughs> Another non-word. <laughs> Again, ask Paul about that one. Yeah. They're just exploring themselves. Everybody wants to figure things out. And, now, and what's that? As, what's this? What's as far that? as the humping goes, I think it was like a uh, an adult film star's bio. She said she spent a lot of time as a young girl humping the railing of, <laughs> see? Her, of the stairs. So they see? so I'm just saying. So you my might daughter's wanna... on a path to porn. Well, that's what I was going to say. Maybe perhaps perhaps we do look into that. Hey, I'm still humping. I mean, whatever the studio console, the lamp, it doesn't matter. Just not my wife. My wife doesn't allow me to do it. But those are children. Totally normal. All right, Steve Torrey, program director of Mad Dog Sports Radio. Are you pleased with our performance today? I'm not even sure. I know. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, we, we made it. Woo-hoo. Uh, yeah, woo-hoo. This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Oh, uh, yes. Another episode of <laughs> Bapchick's Morning After in the books for Eddie Erickson and Scotty Messina, live from Vegas for the big bachelor party. And he enjoyed himself having a lobsterita at Red Lobster. <laughs> oh He's living God. wild. Oh, and he had a beer and he took a shot. And then he had another beer. He calls it a chaser. Wow. Whoa. Ah. He's like, Eddie placed the bet. Whoa. Whoa. I did a beer bong. Oh. Ah. And thanks to the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC, they listen on the bowl. Nice foul is their leader, and he tells me that. Sean McDonald. McDonald's on the bowl right now. First flush, two-ply, two wipes, Mm. and nothing else. He didn't even look back. And he's going to make a great brisket later today. Hopefully out of the bathroom. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Baptrick's Morning After anywhere. You get your podcast, and I mean anywhere. Except New Canaan. Except for that, I guess. But anywhere else. Until next time, it's time to get my weekend on. Let's hit the boat! (laughs) This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.